part two of uh, the... I can't remember what I called the episode. <clears throat> These are probably things I should be checking before I fucking press play, shouldn't I? Um, part two of the your weight doesn't determine your health. Um, I, yeah, like I said last week, I split it into two because I went, you know, went a bit overboard. Um, not overboard, but I did about 90 minutes on it. And I was like, hmm. You know what, I'd prefer to chop it down into two bite-sized chunks so that you guys can absorb the information better. Not um, not even absorb it better, but I know like when I listen to podcasts um, and they're like, I listen to long ones and I know that if, for example, if Joe Rogan has like some scientist on and they do like three hours, I'll like pull two or three facts out of it. That's all because it's been like, you know, such a long time that I've listened to it. And I've had to take in so much stuff and it's like, fuck, it can only retain a little bit. So I, when I'm talking about like, I don't know, semi-important stuff or semi-important stuff to me, I'm like, no, I'd rather break it down into bite-sized chunks, meaning like 30 minute chunks of, you know, useful information. That way you can take it on board, absorb it and then do what you want with it. Um, but there is one thing I wanted to mention today before I jump into the the um ew, this chocolate. Not ew, I was gonna I would have eaten it if I wasn't on camera. Um I'm actually gonna move the second part up. So I'm gonna do a little intro now and then I'm gonna put the second part in. That way you guys don't have to listen through like that way you it's just you know, if the last week's episode's fresh on your mind, you can jump straight into it and not have to worry about um you know, listening to how my week's been and all that stuff. Like, I'll do that afterwards. Um, so, without further ado, here's a bit of a quick recap as to what you would have listened to, listened to last week. Um, basically, there's a difference between gaining weight and being overweight, meaning that just because you're putting on a few kilos doesn't mean you're overweight, doesn't mean you're fat, doesn't mean any of that. Um, people gain weight, people lose weight. It's just a part of life. Sometimes there are differing circumstances that cause, you know, different things to happen. That's just how it is you know sometimes they're out of your control sometimes it's within your control sometimes it's a bad thing sometimes it's a good thing um but just because you're gaining weight doesn't mean it's a doesn't mean it's a bad thing could be a good could be muscle which is fantastic you know could be fat could just be water doesn't matter um uh, whenever gaining weight through muscle how that looks what like what could result in that and the different things around that and then i went uh, i touched on the number of the scale being a load of shit Basically meaning that, you know, we are taught from a young age that, you know, what we weigh on a scale is important and it is like, it defines us, it defines our health. That number on the scale is how healthy you are and the lower it is, the better it is, which is wrong. It's bullshit. Um, it is the most superficial thing ever. Just fuck a load of crap. Um, that, that, that it's literally just a number. It means nothing. It has nothing to do with your health. Like you could you know, weigh what people tell you to weigh, but you can be so unhealthy like I was, you know, I was chasing that number, but I was so fucking unhealthy with what I was doing to get there, so, um, that number on the scale is bullshit, uh, unless you're, like, super, super overweight and unhealthy and don't follow the, you know, the big three, like, um, regular exercise, healthy diet, and, you know, do things that make you feel good, if you don't follow those three, then, the scale number might play into it, but if you're following those three, then there's nothing you can there's nothing you can do that can go wrong. Um, but anyway, let's roll into what I've got coming up next, which is I'm going to go through weight gain through both water and weight gain through fat, what it looks like around those, um, 
weight fluctuations around training and different goals based around training, uh, like events and stuff like that. Then I'm going to go into weight fluctuations around your period for females. And then I'm going to go into like a bit of wrap up where I, you know, tie it all up, tie it all into a nice, neat bow um, for all you guys. But yeah, hope you guys enjoy this next part. Um, just remember, just a reminder, like I'm not a professional. This is just my like opinion stuff, stuff that I've gone through, stuff that I've found, um, you know, just little tips and tricks I've picked up along the way. Like I've been through fuck it, you know, a lot of shit with an eating disorder. I've kind of been in those dark areas and these are the things that have kind of helped me get out of that and helped me move forward. So, you know, look at it as, I don't know, just hearing from someone who's been there and done that. Um, but yeah, without further ado, enjoy guys. Now, water is, it's not a bad thing. Gaining water weight is not necessarily a bad thing. It is generally your body's way of dealing with stress or dealing with stuff that's impacting it. Um, your body kind of does it as a protective mechanism, if you will, um, or a way to flush out extra minerals or toxins. So you can actually gain water if you, uh, I'll touch on this together. So you will generally feel bloated and look kind of puffy when you're gaining water, um, gaining water weight. This is going to subside in a day or so. Uh, water retention will usually occur as a result of big night out drinking. Um, usually happens when you are dehydrated or when you eat a bunch of salty foods and you got super, like, heap of, heap of sodium in you, you'll generally tend to retain a little bit more water. Um, water weight is generally only temporary, like, you don't tend to hold it forever, um, which like again like tying back into my little story about me with my footy you know losing three kilos of sweat and being like fuck yeah i'm not going to gain any weight back it's like you are your body's just super dehydrated at the moment um you're going to gain that water weight water back when you put it on but it also works sorry i should have had a drink when i broke oh man your body's going to gain, your body's going to hold on to water when you're dehydrated because it's like, fuck, it's like a camel. It's like, I don't know when I'm going to get my next drink. I'm going to keep this stuff here so it fills your muscles with water. Um, there are also other ways to gain more water. I think creatine creatine is one of them. If you start taking creatine, it actually, your it allows your muscles to hold more water. Um, so you'll gain weight that way too. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing. It's just another way your body can gain weight. Um... Your so your body holds. These are the. I'm just going to list out ways, list out examples of when your body holds water. Um, if you consume a lot of salt or processed foods, because processed foods generally kind of have a lot of salt in them, um, that's when you'll you'll tend to hold a lot more water. Excess sugar consumption, again, dehydration, same thing. Emotional stress, your body is a coping mechanism. Physical stress, same, body's coping, coping mechanism. If you're not drinking enough or if you are on your period, you will hold on to more water. You will look bloated, you'll feel bloated. Sometimes, if it doesn't subside in a couple of days, then... You know, maybe it is something different, but generally water weight will just flush out. Um, if you drink if you drink a bunch of water and hydrate yourself properly, odds are you'll get rid of that excess weight. Um, there's, I'm going to look it up now. I'm going to look up right now. Hang on. Um, dehydration. No. Does fat fat the muscle? So I think. Uh, fat tissue has less water than muscle tissue. There we go. So I thought there was something to do with this. So if you have more muscle, you're going to probably hold more weight because 
muscle holds more water than fat does. Um, so by drinking, I don't even know where I was going with that, but that's just a fun fact. Um, I'm, I'm talking, I don't want to talk out of my ass too much because then I could get myself in trouble. Um, but those are some of the ways that you can gain water weight. Um, water weight is one of those things. It's not a bad thing. Um, it's not a, like it's, you, you don't want to be holding water because you're not drinking enough. If you drink enough water, your body will flush out the toxins. It'll feel good. And you'll be hydrated and you'll be recovered. You'll be feeling good. So water weight is one of those things that you just, you want to be on top of your hydration. You don't want to be dehydrated. You don't want to be eating too much salt. You don't want to be under too much stress that your body feels the need to hold on to water. And like one of the things you definitely shouldn't do is you shouldn't be taking stuff to try and flush that water out. Your body's holding on to it for a reason. Um, so like like I said in in the last uh, last week's episode, I guess, um, your body is set up to function the way it's supposed to function. You don't want to fuck with that. If your body's holding on to water, it means it's trying to do it for a reason. So you don't want to be taking a, a diuretic to try and flush that out. That's not a good thing. And losing water, like let's like this is a harsh truth that a lot of people don't necessarily know. When you sit in a sauna sweating out sweat to weigh less or like you put on a fucking sweatsuit to weigh less, you're not losing fat, you're losing water. You're losing water weight. You're not burning fat. You're literally losing water weight. You're dehydrating yourself. That's not fat loss. That's just taking water out. That's like getting a couple of cups and scooping them out of a bucket so the bucket weighs less. You know, when the tap's still running into the bucket. Um, if you've, yeah, if you've got a tap running into a bucket and you're scooping out water to make the bucket weigh less, but the tap's still going, it's going to fill back up. That's exactly what you're doing if you're dehydrating yourself, hoping that you're losing weight. You're not. You're just dehydrating yourself. Your body's going to replenish that as soon as you give it water. Probably going to put more in um, because it doesn't want to be dehydrated again. So hard truth, but yeah, losing water weight is not losing fat. It's not the same thing. You're better off eating more, training harder, putting on more muscle so you burn more fat than you are trying to fucking lose water. Um, Anyway. That brings us to the last way to gain weight or the last of the big three being muscle, water, fat, fat. Gaining fat isn't always a bad thing. It depends where your circumstance is. It depends where you start. Um, you know, you can gain fat as a byproduct of gaining muscle because you're eating in a calorie surplus. You might gain a little bit of mat, a little bit of fat. Just say you gain 500 grams of fat, but you gain two kilos of muscle. That's a fucking huge win. That is like insane. Um, Gaining fat isn't always a bad thing. Um, fat gain during winter is sometimes necessary to keep warm. Like that's our body's coping mechanism. If you're from a fucking, you know, from Antarctica or from like up north, like far north, not in Australia, but far north world, like North Pole or South Pole, and it's cold as shit, your body's going to probably want to fucking gain, gain fat to keep warm, stay alive. It's a coping mechanism. You look at polar bears and fucking seals and shit. They got blubber on them to keep them warm. It's a, you know, it's a necessity. Can you imagine if there's a bunch of... Can you imagine how long a fucking jacked polar bear would survive in the North Pole? He wouldn't. He'd be dead straight away. Freeze to death. Gone. All the fat polar bears would be laughing at him. So sometimes fat gain is necessary depending on your circumstance. Um, You know, some sports require you to have excess fat to protect the body, protect the joints. E.g. powerlifting strongman. That's why they're generally big fucking people. Their bodies have to carry extra fat to protect them from the sport, the intense loads that they're carrying. Um, 
you know, gaining fat, ba- gaining fat back, fat and, you know, weight back after an intense deficit. If you're like a bodybuilder or something and you've just finished a show, you're going to gain fat back. It is impossible to maintain like a 5% body fat forever. And if you do, you fucking end up dead um, or with a, a number of health issues, like namely like liver issues and all sorts of shit. It's impossible. So, you know, in some cases, fat gain is a good thing. Um, but fat gain isn't always a good thing either. It can be on the other side, you know. Um, if you're concerned about your weight, then ask a professional to help you. If you like, if you seriously think that you have you're overweight and you're obese, ask a professional to help you and point you in the right direction. Gaining too much fat um, can mean that you're putting your entire body under more stress than it needs to be under, and that leads to health issues. You know, your joints, your tendons, your muscles, um, your heart. Your biggest, the biggest muscle being your heart, you put it under more risk. Not only do you put all the muscles in your body under more pressure because you're heavier, your heart has to pump blood further and it is under far more pressure because of all the weight on your body. Um, that's why you end up with heart issues and heart attack and diabetes and all that shit. Um, what was I going to say? Ways we gain fat. That's right. Um, this is, I found this quite funny because I was obviously playing this podcast out. Um, so what ways are there that we gain fat? There is literally only one way we gain fat and that is by eating too much food, which is not technically true because we also gain fat by not eating enough food. Um, if you want to get super technical, like I mentioned before, you also gain fat by, um, not eating enough food while training heavy because your body will break down your muscles to fuel your training. So you can kind of gain fat that way, I suppose, as well. So yeah, you gain fat by eating too much or not eating enough, which is fucked, which means there's a balance. Um, How do you try and find that balance? It is literally found just through trial and error. You know, three weeks, two or three weeks, eat a certain, if you want to track, track, eat eat a certain amount of calories, right? If you lost weight, and you want to lose weight, keep doing that. Don't start too small though. Don't drop the calories back. You don't want to be eating fucking 500 calories, 800 calories a day because there is, it's, you end up in a fucking cycle where the only way out of that is to get fat because your body's so used to eating so little that as soon as you up it, you just, it's fucked. So you don't want to end up in that loop, but you know, try it out. Eat, say, let's say your, your goal is to gain muscle, right? You start at two and a half thousand calories. You know, you do that for two weeks. Um, training regularly and stuff like that, your body doesn't change. Like, cool. Or you don't gain weight. Um, you don't gain muscle. You don't look any different. So, all right, cool. I'm going to add more. So, you might up that 200 calories. So, you eat 2,700 calories and you start to see, you know, you get a bit more turned, you're a bit more jacked. Cool. Either keep it at there or up it even more. Um, another good way is to seek advice of a nutritionist, a professional, someone who's, you know, fucking studied this shit they will help you there's no shame in going to a professional for professional help because they will guide you in the right direction i've learned that through my training for ironman going to my coach nicola who's like taking me to fucking all sorts of levels it's fucking you know it's the best. You go to a professional, they're going to give you professional help. They're going to give you shit. They're going to give you insights that you never knew existed. So why not? Why refuse that? Um, but yeah, there's some, they're the ways that you can gain weight. Um, 
you know, it's not good or bad, most of them, you know, obviously there are drastic ends of the scale, but most of the time it's not, you know, it's just fucking life. Um, next topic. This is the one that, this is like a subtopic. The one that I was going to make the whole topic about is weight weight fluctuations around training and goals. So this one is relevant to a lot of sports where athletes tend to lose weight, generally body fat as, oh boy, they lead to an event, uh, lead up to an event in their training um, when their training load is usually high or their calories usually low. And then as the event finishes, they find themselves gaining all weight back um, that they lost. Common sports this occurs in uh, bodybuilding and like triathlon endurance fighting like we all tend to lose weight um as we lead to our event lead up to our event date because it's just a way to maximize performance fighting not necessarily maximize performance but you might be trying to fall into a certain weight class um stuff like that bodybuilding obviously extreme you know fat loss leading up to a show because you want to have no fat on you you want to show off your muscles on stage um, as soon as that event finishes, you're going to gain it back. You're going to gain fat back. You're going to gain weight back. You're going to be eating more. You're going to be fueling your body properly. The weight that you're at when you hit that uh, that performance, that day where your event is, the, tr- the day your training has led to, that is not sustainable long term. Um, like, it, I guess it depends how hard you trained. Like, if you trained, you know, a little bit, but you're still on the beers every night and you didn't really lose much weight, then maybe that weight is sustainable. But if you had a crack and you did, you know, give everything, you were eating super clean, eating super healthy, you know, bodybuilding, you were following all your macros and shit like that, and you got on stage and you had like 5% body fat, that's not sustainable forever. So great, you looked awesome, fantastic. You know you can get to that level, great, keep that there. But it's important to reverse cycle out of that and make sure you build your calories back up slowly so your body can start fueling itself properly again. You see the way it's it's complicated with the bodybuilding aspect and stuff like that because if you brought yourself down to like 1,200 calories a day, um, your body is used to eating that. And the only way to lose more weight from that point is to drop it even further. But if you finish your show and you blow up to, say, you double that immediately, your body's not going to know what to do with all of that excess food. So it's going to turn into fat. The only way out of that is to, say, start at 1,200 and then you slowly reverse out of that. So you might jump to 1,400 for two weeks, 1,600 for two weeks, 1,800 for two weeks, 2,000 for two weeks and build yourself back up to say 3,000, 2,500, 3,000 calories slowly so your body can get used to dealing with that amount of food um, without blowing out. The So the flip side to athletes losing weight in the lead up to an event is gaining weight in the lead up to an event. This might be strongman or powerlifting. You know, you want to put on extra weight so you can lift more um, and be stronger, not have as much of an impact on your body. You might be gaining weight leading up to an event and then you might finish the event and you might strip some of that. Like you look at uh, the guys not doing strongman anymore, Eddie Hall and Thor, who just fought, they're fucking lean as, they've dropped a bunch of weight. You know, if they were to go and do a strongman competition again, I'm sure they would put all that weight back on. Um, so I'm going to speak from experience for this. This obviously happens to me a lot around races that I do. Um and it is something it should it should be something that is monitored not because we need to see how much we can lose but because we should try and gain the weight we lost back um like we should try and like flash back to my my days at footy where they used to weigh us and be like all right you've lost three kilos of hydra of fluid during this game you need to put it back on this the same should be said around sporting 
you know, if I'm training for a fucking Ironman, a tough, a tough race, and I lose my five kilos or whatever in the lead up to the race, hit the race, I should aim to put all that weight back on after the race, just to get myself back to a healthy equilibrium, you know, day to day level. Um, obviously not the case if you are overweight and you have like health issues due to that don't listen to this, you need to seek professional advice. But if you are healthy, like if I was to lose five kilos now and do a race, I'd want to get back to this weight because I'm healthy now. Like this is a good weight. I feel good functioning. I can do a lot of things. I can eat, you know, whatever I want. Um, and I feel fucking great. So, you know, you don't want to sit in that, especially after a fucking bodybuilding show. You don't want to sit in that extreme deficit for too long because it's not healthy for you. It'll fucking, it'll fuck you up. Um, where was I? Um, which you can lose, but you tend to waste look back. Yes. So, like, obviously, I said, unless you're declared overweight, that makes sense. Um, so mentally, this is hard because you get to your event and you feel like get to your event day and you feel fucking great. You look the best, or even actually, you probably get to the week before your event day because the week of your event, you usually like taper. But you get to like the week before your event, you look fucking great. You feel fucking fantastic. And you're like, I am on top of the fucking world right now. And then after your event, you're broken. You gain the weight back. You gain, you start to look, you know, you start to look a bit fluffier and stuff like that. Your body's probably retaining more water because you've just smashed yourself. And then you're like, fuck, you know, what is this? And you get all, you beat yourself up. But you shouldn't beat yourself up because it's not... That's just part of life. Like your body needs to recover after something like that. And the only way it's going to recover is if you fuel it properly. You need to give it the water it needs. It needs to gain that fucking water weight. It needs to fuel everything. It needs to try and fix and repair all the damage you've done. You need to get yourself back up to the weight you need to be at. You need to find that equilibrium. And to try and take that away from your body is not healthy. So like we shouldn't be shamed. That's why it ties back into the whole body weight thing. Why the fuck? do we associate a negative a negativity towards gaining body weight and losing body weight it's just a part of life it's part, it's what's meant to happen it's what's going to happen you think back in the fucking old days you know did you do you think they gave a fuck about gaining and losing weight no they didn't have enough food so if there was enough if there was a bunch of food they were just going to fucking eat all of it and then they'd be like, all right, we'll worry about the next food when we get, you know, we get that next food. Um, until then, let's just feast. Like, we're, today we're so worried about gaining and losing weight, maybe because obesity is such a big, um, like a big problem that we've got. But like, it's, we've, all, we've got so much negative, negativity attached to that scale, that number on the scale, it's, it's not healthy, it's not healthy, and it fucking sucks, I hate seeing it, because I know, I know how it feels, I know how it feels to be in that position, and look at the scales, and be like, oh, I fucked up, like, what have I done, how can I fix this, and for me, my coping mechanism was an eating disorder, which is not healthy, um, like, you, when in reality, it's just a part of life, you're gonna gain weight, you're gonna lose weight, depending on what you're doing, where you're at, it's, just fucking what it is depending on whether it's hot outside or cold outside i lose more weight like i find myself i get leaner in summer than i do in winter purely because it's hotter like that's it that's all it is i've figured that out over the last the last few years naturally i just get leaner in summer because it's hotter outside and then in winter i gain a bit more because it's not as hot and you know that's it simple as that who cares you know i'd, I'd you know probably try in the past to correct that but no that's just the way it's gonna be accept it um 
Uh, what was I saying? Boom, 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 boom. That's right. So mentally, it's hard. I'll admit this is after this is coming back off an event. Like you go from being from feeling and looking the best you've done in a while um, to feeling broken after the event and gaining weight and looking and not looking as good as you did before. Now, good in this situation or good in this particular sentence is a bit touchy because who decides what looking good is? Who the fucking who decides that? Who decides? what looking good is, you know, I think I was talking about this with Ben the other day, you know, so many people look good, you just, it's not, there's no like, oh, you need to look this way to look good, no, you can look good and look completely different to the person next to you, it's irrelevant to the people around you, it doesn't matter, like, we shouldn't judge ourselves off one another, it's you judge yourself for you, like, oh, you you look good, it shouldn't be this, you look good because you're, you know, lean and jacked and strong and look like fucking, you know, Zac Efron or The Rock or something like that, no, no, you should look good for you, who fucking cares what they look like, it's not important, Um, so, like, even saying you look good, not looking as good as you did before is touchy, Um, But it's important to note that our bodies need food to function and heal. Without it, we are fucked. Like, you need to eat. Like I said before, you got to eat. You got to eat food. If you want to gain muscle, you need to eat food. If you want to fucking not lose muscle, you need to eat food. If you want to fucking feel good and look good, you need to eat food. Food is the key. Food is the key to success. Eating food saves you. So, no better time to try eating double grilled burgers now. Why not? Who cares? More food is good for you. Try it. Try it for a month or so. What's the worst thing that can happen? You gain a couple of kilos. That's not a big deal. Fuck. Unless you are overweight. Unless you are actually at risk of like health concerns because you've got too much fat on you. If you're not at if you're not at risk of, you know, being overweight, obese and stuff like that, and you find yourself stuck in a bit of a rut, why not trying to eat a, why not try just eating a bit more food? And see where that takes your training. And see where that takes you. If you gain a couple of kilos, okay, eat a little bit less. But at the end of the day, like, who fucking cares if you gain a few kilos? You might feel better. It's worth it. Trust me. Take it from me. It is definitely worth gaining a few kilos to feel better. Um, So, ooh, this one is an interesting one. So, weight fluctuations in women. Periods. You're going to gain weight while you're in your period. It's just the way it is. Don't beat yourself up about it. You can't stop it. It's your body doing what it needs to do. If you beat yourself up about it, you know, it's kind of silly. Um, this is one of my fucking pet pet peeves, actually, with bodybuilding. Women always lose their periods when they do bodybuilding. It's not fucking good. It's not healthy at all. Um, so, like, you know, if you're going to gain gain a bit of weight while in your period fucking let your body do what it needs to do it'll return to equilibrium once it's done what it has to do it's just a part of life it may feel shitty you're gonna probably feel bloated and you fucking got your cramps so you're gonna feel crap but your body's gonna you know do what it's got to do and then it's gonna return to equilibrium so you're gonna have to cop that you know a week out of every month um that's just the fucking way it is you know obviously i don't know what it's like but you know, it's there's science out there. I read it. I went and specifically researched this. Um, it's important not to try and cut back what you're eating because you don't want to gain that weight. Your body needs it. Your body needs to do what it's got to do. Fun fact. There are actually studies out there that show that women need to eat more food on their periods because your body's doing a lot more. Your body's functioning at a at a higher, higher throttle. Um, so you need to eat more. 
don't be afraid of gaining a few kilos or a little bit of weight during your period cycle. It's just fucking what happens. It means your body's healthy that you've got one. Um, so going back to last week, so overall, going back to last week's episode, if you're eating balanced whole food diet uh, most of the time, then you won't have to worry about weight. If you're, if you're exercising regularly, eating a balanced whole food diet and feel good, don't worry about fucking weight. Who gives a shit? Not important. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, as you're probably aware now, because I haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm going to do this into two parts. This will be part two. Um, wrap up. Let's wrap. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap last week's episode. Let's wrap. Let's wrap all the episodes up, right? Let's wrap them up. Wrap them up like a big bag of presents. Um, there's obviously a difference between gaining weight and being overweight. You know, weight doesn't define your health, but it doesn't mean you can't be overweight. Like, there are obviously going to be outliers. You can be underweight and you can definitely be overweight. But generally speaking, your weight doesn't define your health. You know, if you gain a few kilos, you lose a few kilos. Great. Doesn't matter. Just be, as long as you're feeling good, like, it's going to keep coming back to the big three. Exercise, food. How do you feel? If you're exercising regularly, eating well, and you feel good, who gives a shit about any other measurable metrics? Who cares about your body fat percentage? Who cares about the weight on the scales? Who cares, who, honestly, who gives a shit about how you look? Some people's body types don't necessarily look good when they're feeling well and they're training well. Who, de- who decides good? No one. It's bullshit. So some people don't look you know, good when they're feeling good and they're on top of the world. So that, that shouldn't be, how you look shouldn't even be a measure. It should literally be, how you're training regularly, you're eating well, feeling good. That's it. Fuck everything else. It's not important. Um, at the end of the day, you should exercise regularly, eat well, and that's what I said before. So obviously, there are going to be circumstances where your weight comes into it. Um, like if you are obese, your weight is going to be a factor. If you feel if you fall into this category of being overweight, then you need to seek help of a professional, and they will point you in the right direction. Um, what so uh, to fucking wrap it all up completely if you were to take one thing away from this conversation what should you take away it is weight gain is a part of life we shouldn't tie ourselves to a number on the scale like we shouldn't tie our self-worth to a number on the scale because that at the end of the day it doesn't really mean anything weight is just made up of a bunch of different variables weight itself is made up by scientists it was just fucking they figured it out they were like okay so if gravity is this much then this is how much mass mass is like it's just a fucking made up bullshit it's like time doesn't really exist um you know i am 100 kilos i'm very healthy it's it, it doesn't match with anyone else around you like someone else might weigh 100 kilos and they could be obese and need to seriously consider losing weight it's, it's completely irrelevant to the people around you. Everything is individualized. Like I said earlier, if we exercise regularly, eat a well-balanced diet and feel good, nothing else matters. That's all that is important. All those other variables, how you look, how much you weigh, what others say about you, bullshit. None of it matters. If you're exercising regularly, eating a well-balanced diet and feel good, great. Keep doing that. That's the key to success. Um, but yeah, I'm going to wrap this up in the next part because this is a two-part episode.
and I am back, but not really back, but I kind of am back. This is me from the present, but also the past. And you've just listened to me from the past past. Um, anyway, sorry. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, I wanted to wrap it up with a few little tips and bits to take away from the whole, like the last two episodes as a whole, um, you know, being your weight doesn't determine your health because it doesn't, it's just a fucking number. Um, even it could go as, go as far as to say, as far as far as to say that your even the way you look doesn't determine your health. Um, we're we're told all this crap, but it's not. It's just a load of fucking shit. Really, reality reality is the, the big three. The, the the three questions you've got to ask yourself: Do I exercise regularly? Do I eat well? Do I feel good? If you can say yes to all of them, then you're, in my opinion, um, the opinion of not a professional. But in my opinion, you're healthy. If you can answer all those questions honestly, if you feel good, if you eat well and you exercise regularly, you're healthy. Bar like you have, you know, I guess if you don't feel well or you don't feel good, then seek the opinion of a doctor or a professional. But if you can say you feel good, you eat well and you exercise regularly, then you're healthy. Um, there's nothing to worry about, you know. And you, obviously the key there is being obvious, being honest with yourself. Like you have to answer those questions honestly. You can't bullshit yourself because if you do, you're only cheating yourself. You have to answer those questions honestly. Um, and that's how you'll get the most out of them. But if you can honestly say, right, I exercise regularly, I eat well, and I do feel good, then you're healthy. Um, I know for me, like, obviously it's going to vary every day. Like some days you eat crap, some days you don't exercise or some periods you don't exercise, you know, some days you don't feel good. Sometimes you don't feel good. You know, then you got to address that on the individual level. Like for me, I'm pretty tired at the moment, pretty feeling pretty, pretty slow. Um, the last couple of days and I'm feeling a bit exhausted. And I think it's because I've hit a pretty big training load, but haven't slept enough. And for me, I don't feel good because I haven't slept enough. So that's me answering that question honestly. And I'm going to respond to that by trying to get a bit more sleep over the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, like I said, it comes down to those three points. Honestly, that's, that's my opinion. They're the big, they're the big three when you want to ask yourself whether you're healthy or not, not the fucking scales, not how you look. That has nothing to do with it. Um, you know, like I said, don't get hung up on the numbers or the pictures or all that fancy shit, like do the work and the results will come. If you can honestly say you put in the work, then the results are going to follow. The results you want will follow. If you fucking work hard, you know, and stick to your plan, then the results will follow. It's just the way it is. You can't cheat yourself. You just got to be honest with yourself. That's the biggest thing. You've got to be honest with yourself. Otherwise, um, you know, you're not going to get the results you want. And that's harsh, but it's also true. So, you know, sometimes you got to pick and cho- uh, you don't get to pick and choose. You got to, you know, do what is required. Um, but yeah, that's it for that topic. Um, I thought I would throw it in first <clears throat> before talking a bit of shit. That way, you know, you can carry it on from last week and then we can end on a bit of general banter and chit chat. Um, from what's been going on in my week over the past couple of days, it's, well, it's Tuesday. I recorded this on Thursday, fr- fr- Friday, fr- I, don't, fr- I was going to say Friday. Um, I honestly don't remember when I recorded it. Might've been Thursday, could have been Friday. I don't remember. It's been pretty busy since. Um, but I recorded it then. And now I'm recording this part, next part on Tuesday. 
So here we are. I can't record over the next couple of days because I think I mentioned in last week's episode, but um, Caitlin and I are going away. We're going to Torquay, or as I like to call it, talk away. Um, yeah, we're going we're going away to talk away for the next two nights, not tonight, tomorrow night, and Thursday night. Um, so that'll be nice. I'm going to take the time off training completely. Don't need to. I've had a pretty big, um, as I'll go into, I've had a pretty big couple of weeks. Haven't had any days off for a while, so I think I'm going to take the next two days off and then, you know, bounce back into it. Um, so, yeah, how's my how's my day been since I recorded on Thursday? Because I've got it in the notes. All over it, past Anthony. Um, so I swam squad on Thursday last week, and it felt really good. Like, it was fucking hard. Don't get me wrong. Um, it was really hard. But I felt like I was in a much better position. Um, like it, the the like when we were swimming, I felt in a much better position. Even kicking, I felt more in control. Um, I still did get dropped, like a sack of shit in the in the like fast free kick. Um, they killed me in that. But I just I felt better than I usually do. Like my legs, we had like two hundred meters of um, free kick, and I as in like freestyle kick. And I only ever do maybe a hundred um, every fucking month, once a month since, you know, before doing squad swimming and 200 meters straight, my legs blew up in like at like 75 meters. And it was like, great. Now my legs are just going to be sitting there petering away for the next however long until everyone else finishes so that I can finally finish because I wasn't going to finish. I wasn't going to get the whole lot done. So I ended up doing half not half so everyone did 400 meters kick and i ended up doing 300 um so i just couldn't couldn't keep up my legs just didn't have it in them um and i didn't have a proper uh, kickboard either i had i had to use my pool boy which wasn't that bad but you know i like to think a proper board a uh, proper board would have helped um and on that topic i finally purchased a swim gear bag and the rest of the gear being a uh, front snorkel some a kickboard and yeah gear bag that's it that's really the rest of the gear that i needed um so now i've got a kickboard i don't have any excuses um i did that on saturday um so yeah thursday was good fun then friday backed it up with a swim friday morning with the boys with the crew um it was a solid swim it was fucking hard though my arms were so sore i was saying to ben this morning um but my my arms are sore because i'm swimming in a different way instead of using just my hands uh this is coming from the squad coach she was saying instead of using your hands as your lever instead of like using your hands to grip the water use your swimmer's hand which is from your elbow to the tip of your finger so instead of just using my hand and grabbing the water like that i'm using my whole forearm which means i'm recruiting so much more of my lat for each stroke and it's become like just it's a lot more like it's requiring a lot more effort just to bring my arm through the water so it's blowing me up, making me so much sorer than I have been in the past, which is, you know, expected because I'm using a lot more surface area to drag myself through the water. So hopefully if I keep doing that, my arms are going to be sore initially, but you know how the human body works. You keep training something, you adapt, it overcomes, gets stronger, and then I'll be fucking, you know, flying through the water. So I'm going to keep doing that, keep sticking to those changes, and hopefully um, I will get better. But the, the swim was really solid. It was fucking hard though. Um, finished, I think we did 3K or something like that. Um, and it was, yeah, it was fucking, it was fantastic. So that was Friday morning. And then had my psychology appointment 
after that and then rolled into a run <clears throat> after my psychology appointment, which I was expecting to be absolute crap. Um, just because generally after my psychology appointments, I'm pretty cooked, just pretty exhausted um, emotionally and like mentally and stuff like that. So I, you know, rolled up for the run. I was like a bit, bit sleepy. I was like, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, then I started running and then my headphones didn't work. So that was kind of annoying. Um, I was like, oh fuck, you know what? I'll run back and throw them in the car and get rid of them, get rid of my headphones, get rid of my phone and just run. And then, well, that was actually quite nice. So the run actually went really well. I was, um, just absolutely floating. Like I was, you know, I started the run and I was like, fuck, you know, I, I was like, I feel like I'm running slow. And then I checked the pace and I was like, I'm actually running way too quick. So I had to slow it down, which was nice to have. Um, it was nice to do, <clears throat> it was nice to feel that as opposed to the opposite of being like, I feel like I'm dying. And then it's like, you got to run, you know, 10 seconds a K faster. It's like, what? But fuck. Um, so that was a nice little surprise. And then Friday, chilled out, had <clears throat> falafels for dinner. Not that it's relevant, but they're fucking, oh, I'm on them. I'm probably having for dinner again tonight. And then what did I do Saturday? Rode on Saturday. Had three and a half hour ride, which was nice. I don't remember where I went, but I went a bunch of places. Um, and it was a good good ride. Got started nice and early. And then uh, finished early, which was fucking sick. It was, I packed a bunch of layers, um, expecting it to be cold, but it was actually quite humid. So it was nice to just like, got an hour in and I was like, I don't need any of this. I'm overheating. So I got rid of all of it and just had just my uh, bib top, uh, just my bib, no, my jersey. And it's a fucking beautiful day for a ride. And then on um, <clears throat> Saturday night, Caitlin went and saw Hamilton. So then I, you know, caught up with Ben and his girlfriend T, we went up, I picked them up and we went and met Caitlin and had dinner at Red Sparrow again for pizza and I ate way too much food, um, standard, yeah, I just, I just ate fucking way too much, got home and I was like, I want ice cream but I can't have it because I'll fucking die, um, so once again I have overeaten on the weekend, oh, and then, fucking hell, oh, sorry guys, um, what, once again, I woke up on Sunday and I was like, oh, we have to fuck it. Like I had had a pretty big run and a pretty big day um, planned out or set out on Sunday. So I hit a 20K run. Um, it was like, it was a tough run actually. It was it was ramping up over 10Ks and then it was like one, or not ramping up, sorry, over 9Ks and then it was a 1K recovery and then it was three, one, three 1K efforts or four 1K efforts <clears throat> with 500 minute float. Um, and I was right running along the Diamond Creek Trail, but uh, sorry, I started in Altham. I don't, if you don't know the area, I apologize, but I started in Altham and then went up research and then planned on coming back down, um, research towards Diamond Creek and then running out towards Diamond Creek a bit, then running back through to Altham. And it was meant to be flat land, but they've cut off or they've blocked off a section of the trail that was flat. So then I had to take a detour like along the road and along the road is not flat. It's completely different. So there was one of those, uh, 1k efforts where like the, it was meant to be like, I think 330 or 320 something. Uh, sorry, sorry, not three, four 30 or 420. Um, as a pace and I just that just blew out completely 
um, because I was going uphill. I couldn't fucking hold. I just couldn't hold it physically. I almost brought it back, but it just blew out. It blew out because I just I couldn't hold on. It was fucked. Um, but I did that, and then Saturday, uh, Sunday, spent the day at Body Fit in Montmorency. They had a charity event for grab grab them and check them, which is like a testicular cancer awareness charity uh as well as hands in your pants which is like it's just meant to create awareness about guys you know checking their nuts for testicular cancer and stuff like that so it was a super fun day um it's like the reason it's a prevalent issue is because you've got you produce testosterone in your nuts so if you get cancer in there that cancer is gonna fucking grow real quick um so you've got to be on top of that shit straight away otherwise it can get pretty bad pretty quickly um, so that was a super fun day. We, Ben and I wrote a little workout for everyone that came. Um, and it was fucked. It was fucking, well, it was actually really good, but you know, it was, it was fucked. It was fucking hard. Um, it was just, I think a lot of people, not a lot of people had done that structure before. <laughs> so it went out too hard and it was just like, we're watching everyone like, oh boy, this is going to be fun. Um, but it was cool. It was good. Everyone getting around each other. And we had a bit of a barbecue and just talked a bit of shit for a bit, which was good fun but it was a big big day um then after that caitlin and i went to see fantastic beasts the new i can't remember what it was what it's called like something to do with dumbledore anyway i like i actually like the fantastic beast movie i've movies i haven't seen um oh i'm cramping again fucking hell dude oh my hamstring is not good i'm gonna stop bringing my legs up um i haven't seen fantastic beasts what am, what am I talking about? I have seen all of them. Um, I'm losing the fucking plot. I just did a bike set that I'll tell you about in a second. Um, yeah, I've seen all of them and I love it. So I went and saw that and it was pretty fucking good. Um, I like I didn't know Dumbledore was gay, but apparently he is. Um, and then I was speaking to Caitlin afterwards and I like deduced that... I think J.K. Rowling has just made him gay to try and like divert or as like a PR move because she's in a bit of hot water with that community for saying some shit that she probably shouldn't have said. Um, but that taking that out of the picture, it was a fucking great movie. And I had double burgers, which is even better, um, and some chips, which was fantastic. So great way to end the weekend. Um, woke up Monday fucking exhausted. But in terms of the weekend, like I wouldn't change it. It was fucking sick. Um Oh, speaking up, waking up on Monday morning, what if I do? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm really fucking sorry. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I'm going to reset. This week, right, Monday and today. Monday, I did a strength session. Um, Monday and today, I did a strength session. They were both fucking dope. Um, I am very happy. My I did the same dumbbell front squat EMOM as I did two weeks ago and the they just felt fucking way stronger way tighter and i just think i'm gonna stick with the dumbbell front squats as my main squatting movement um for the next month or so and try and load up the weight and the reps and just get strong in that position because if i can load up with this front dumbbell front squats that's going to increase the strength of my core and my stability and my ability to just brace in general so that when i do throw a barbell back on my back i'm going to be way stronger um and able to hold that position even better so i think i'm just going to stick with them as my compound squat movement for now and while still doing my knees over toes lunges for my knees um 
because I'm just, you know, I want to try and I want to try and do things right. I'm not I'm not in a fucking rat race to try and build strength quickly at the moment. I'm just trying to set up a good foundation. Like I'm still doing all my try training and stuff. I'm still putting in some hours there, and I'm just trialing a new a few different things. I want to do a bunch of different like Metconny stuff as well um, to stay on top of those short sprint efforts. So I'm doing all sorts of different things at the moment. Um, so if I can just you know try and stick to my dumbbell front squats, I'd be very happy. I did also do so i did an e2 mom it was five front squats six pull-ups um which i did that for 10 rounds which was 20 minutes it meant i did 60 pull-ups and 50 front squats and oh boy i felt the pull-ups when i swam later that afternoon um it was intense it was like i started the swim and i was like i got a I think one and a half Ks in and I was like, dude, I think I might just throw in the towel. Um, I was like, I think I'm just going to literally grab the towel and throw it in the pool and leave because I I feel like fucking trash. But I rallied. I was like, no, you're going to have two days off this week. Make sure you put in some solid Ks now. You can't go to sweep uh, squad tonight. So just put in some solid Ks and then you know what? You'll, you'll thank yourself afterwards. So that's exactly what I did. I put in some solid Ks. I made sure I did at least a K of kick, um, kick variations. My dogs are looking at me. Um, a K of kick variations. That way I've done my skills that I need to work on and I've done my swimming and then I can tick that box off for Monday. So I, I did that. I was very happy. Um, in speaking of the kicking, so this is this is interesting, right? Um, I did, deduced with the help of Ben that my my knee, my left knee has been giving me grief on the outside. And in the past, it has been caused by my ITB band, um, like getting real tight and just causing my knee grief. And like when I'll run, it'll feel really unstable and it hurts quite a bit. So Ben informed me that your hip and your glute can cause tension in the ITB band. And I was like, I started, you know, rolling them out with the little lacrosse ball. And I was like, it just hit me one day. I was like, it's because of all the fucking kicking off uh, that I've been doing in the pool. That's why my fucking ITB band is, you know, tightening up. And that's why my knee feels like shit. It's because of all the fucking kicking. Because it's literally just hip glute, hip glute, hip glute. Um, so now that I know that that's the problem, I can try and manage it. I'm not going to stop kicking. So I've just got to do a bit more release work. Like I never do it. I never do release work because I just don't. I don't know. I just, I just don't. Um, but maybe I... Not maybe, I need to do more if I want my knee to actually fucking hold up when I'm running and stuff like that. So I need to do more of that. Um, now that brings us to today. Today's workout. Um, oh boy, the strength workout today, this morning was fucking mad. I decided to do some heavy deadlifts for the first time in a while. Heavy being 140. Um, 144 reps. And then I did four, four rounds of a little circuit with that, which was good. Felt really strong. Um, it was heavy, but I felt strong doing it. Speaking of heavy deadlifts, I actually hit 160 for five on the trap bar on the weekend, um, which I was pretty happy with. And then I hit 170 for two. I think I was cooked after the 160. But yeah, I was fucking pumped with that. Didn't think I had that strength in me, um, especially after not deadlifting for ages. And I haven't done heavy deadlifts. I've just been doing deadlifts in EMOMs. But... Anyway, I'm just watching the dogs dig holes in the grass. So whack. Do you know dogs eat dirt when they they want minerals um, and they're not getting enough minerals in their diet? They eat dirt. Fun facts. Anyway, 
um, pumped with my deadlifts, but that's not the part that I was happy about. I did a little Metconny finisher. It wasn't really a Met, it was more of a sprint. It was 12, 8, 4, ski cows and dumbbell snatch, alternating dumbbell snatch. And it was done, I was like, five minute cap, it's going to be a five minute workout, it's going to hurt, it's going to, you know, I'm going to have to send it. Um, and Ben started playing. I think it was kickstart my heart by Motley Crue and I was like fuck let's try and get it done and let's try and get it done when the workouts uh by the end of the song and I think the song's like four minutes 20 long and I started and I like got through the first round and like well, my heart rate was through the roof I got through this eight cal ski and I was like I think I'm gonna get this done very quickly um anyway I finished it in like a minute 28 a uh, minute 58 so under two minutes I did not expect it to go that quickly I thought it was going to be like a five minute workout for sure um but you know it wasn't it was fucking over short sharp so it was fucking it was ripper um oh it was a killer workout all up too i'm pretty fucking sore today i was saying to ben i'm sore today really sore today and i'm probably going to be even sore tomorrow but it's not the bad sore it's the kind of sore where like i was saying i feel dense like i feel like my muscles are just dense like they're just thick they're just there's a lot of muscle in there which is a good good sore to have i reckon me thinks um but yeah that brings us to this afternoon or this evening um i had a trainer set and it was fucking rough it was like a, an hour 26 long and it was the kind of trainer set where like it was super manageable and it was <clears throat> it was fine but i read it and i got to the last set and the last like block the last 20 minute block was like a ramp of like it ramped up in three minute blocks and like the first four blocks were fine then the last two were like just out of reach well the last sorry the, the second to last was like within reach i knew i would get that but it would suck and then the last one was like you're not going to finish this block but you're going to see how far you can get so i had to go through the full hour and like 20 knowing that i would get to that last three minute block and be like all right i'm gonna have to just go until my legs stop um, so like the whole workout was, was fine. It was great. It was challenging. It was tough, but I just mentally, it was hard knowing that I would get to that last three minute block and just have to fucking die on the saddle. And that's what happened. Um, I didn't make it. I got like just over a minute and a bit, or maybe just under two minutes. I don't remember cause it was really painful. Um, got through, you know, didn't get through quite through the whole lot, had to have a break and finish it off, but it was fucking rough um that's why my legs are cramping and that's why i am a bit frazzled this frazzled this today this today today see what i mean um a bit frazzled because <clears throat> took a lot took a lot for me to finish it um so i apologize if i've seemed a bit you know off off keel off touch today i'm just a bit fucking bit tired um bit tired and bit fucking you know in another off on off on another planet in another planet after that session but um i couldn't fit this in any other day so i had to do it today um but yeah oh what else has happened this week i was so i like thinking of my workouts last night uh last night i like thinking my workouts before i go to bed and usually i just come to me randomly but last night i was lying there and another no sorry different story I was lying there and I hear Hudson bark and he barks really weird. He does like a, um, you know, out into the darkness. And I heard him and I was like, he really sounds like a, 
a, a werewolf, like a disabled werewolf because his voice cracks. And then my brain went straight to like, what would a disabled werewolf look like? Like imagine if there was a person in a wheelchair, nothing against people in wheelchairs, but if there was a person in a wheelchair who, you know, happened to be a werewolf, would the werewolf also have a wheelchair or would the werewolf not have a wheelchair? And then my brain for some reason pictured each leg having a different wheelchair or each leg having a pair of roller skates. And then I was like, that wouldn't work because the leg wouldn't remain locked out. Um, but yeah, would the, would the werewolf have a wheelchair to be like, and then like scoot around trying to catch people or would it, you know, be able to run around on all fours? Um, just food for thought, food for thought on that one. Um, but yeah, these are the kind of things my brain thinks of when I'm, you know, going to sleep at night. Hudson's looking at me. I think he wants to come inside. Um, they're just hanging outside my, my window, waiting for me to do stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm very... Oh, have a look at these. These are... So... Oh, what have I done? I'm going to show you the nuts that we got for on Saturday, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Show you the nuts we got on Sunday for Grab 'em Check 'em. Um, from Movember, Grab 'em Check 'em nuts. Testicular cancer. So... This is your reminder to grab them and check them. It's a very serious illness um, and it can come on very quickly. No pun intended. Um, testosterone flows through the testicles. So if you've got you know a growth down there, it's going to fucking grow real fast. Um, you've seen all those bodybuilders. You know, you know how big they can grow. You know how fast they can grow big. That's what happens to testicular cancer. So you got to be on the top of that shit. So make sure you're frequently grabbing them and checking them. Um, this is also a fucking dope piece of soap. I'm so glad it comes with a string to hang from your shower. That's the fucking best. So I'm saving that until I run out of soap and then I'm fucking throwing that in the shower. It's going to be sick. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it for me today. I don't think I have any other cool stories to tell you guys. Not that my stories are cool. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to have a bit of time off. I don't, I'll put this out on Sunday. I don't know when the next podcast will be or what the topic will be. I've got a few ideas written down, but if you have any suggestions, shoot them through. Um, I might try and stick to this kind of trend that I've been going lately. The like body image, health, mental health, kind of wellness kind of thing. Like it's my, I feel like it's my vibe. Um, so I'm going to might stick to that lane for a bit. Um, I was thinking of doing one on alcohol and how alcohol can affect your training, your lifestyle and all different aspects um, and ways that you can try and manage, manage it. Like if you do like going out on a weekend and drinking, how can you try and plan your training around drinking? Because I know alcohol does have a big effect on your recovery. And I was talking to Ben and he was saying that he was reading something that, you know, alcohol actually affects your protein synth synthesis as well, which means that you know, not only are you dehydrated, it's impacting your sleep, impacting your recovery. If you eat a bunch of protein to try and fill your muscles and, you know, grow from the training you've been doing, you're actually impacting that too for up to four days, I think. Um, so I'm going to, I want to do an episode on that because I think that'd be super interesting. I might actually even do that with him. Yeah, that's a good idea because I've got to get Ben on um, the next couple episodes. But this has been, oh, fucking cramping again. Jeez. <sighs> Mate, I can't even move. Um, oh, that bike set was fucked. Um, don't be a triathlete because it hurts. Nah, do. It's great. Um, that's been episode 38. So I'm almost at episode... Um, 
No, that was episode 39. Oh, almost episode 40, guys. How fucking good. 40, they reckon you become a proper pod- podcaster when you get to episode 50. So that means I'm 10 episodes out from becoming a professional, professional, a proper podcaster. Um, I'm very happy with, like, you know, I don't hide anything. I've just got logged out. I was going to tell you how many views I've had in total. I will. Because, um, you know, I like sharing this with you guys. You guys are the OGs. You guys are the OGGs. The old, old gangster gangsters. I don't know. Um, I've had 1,092 downloads in total over 39 episodes. That's 28 downloads an episode. It's not bad. Um, I feel like there was a patch there where I was putting out not shit content, but not super interesting stuff. So I'm going to stick to this this stuff and like fill the gaps with just talking trash like I am now. I'm just dragging this out to try and get it to 60 minutes. Um, you know, who knows? I might do another episode next week, get us to 40, then take a week off. Or I might just take a week off now and then come home and come back and get us to 50 before I take a, a break. I'd like to do either 10 lots, like 10 lot seasons or 10 lot blocks before I take a break or 15. I haven't decided yet. Um, but I will decide when I come back from episode number 50. That's when I'll change this, not change the structure, but like get a bit better at planning because I feel like I'm finally getting on top of these things. Um, you know, sitting down, spending a good hour planning out the entire episode and then recording it on a later date. So, you know, that's, that's the plan. That's the plan, guys. I've also got a couple of cool little topics here that I wrote down um, that I might touch on in the future, but... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give them to you just yet. I actually wrote one down in a, in the movie. I think. Um, I think it was this one. Every day, every day finds no something else. Don't worry. I'm not gonna tell you guys. You're gonna have to wait till the episode comes out. Then you can hear it from me. Um, but yeah, hope you guys have a fucking rip a week. I will probably speak to you guys next week. But if not, ha- well, no, actually, I won't speak to you before Easter. Happy Easter. Um, if you believe in. Not if you believe, but if you're like Christian and you you do Easter, I do Easter. I don't necessarily believe in it all, but I do like the idea of it. And I think it's sweet and, you know, kind of cool. There are obviously like some touchy areas with Christianity and what they've done in the past. But, you know, I think Easter is a good celebration just to get around people, get around family and eat a bunch of chocolate. So, you know, even if that's shallow, that's still, you know, something to get around and celebrate. Um, But yeah, happy Easter. Get amongst it. Get out there, eat chocolate, enjoy yourself. And remember, there's like literally, there is no better time to enjoy yourself. Especially if you've listened to this episode, there is no harm in gaining a little bit of weight from enjoying yourself. You know, as long as long term, you're sticking to your plan, you're sticking to your go back, you know, four episodes, sticking to your healthy lifestyle. Um, you're exercising regularly, you're eating well, and you're feeling good. If you're t- ticking all those fucking boxes, then just keep doing what you're doing. Who gives a shit about what you weigh and who gives a shit about what you look? Unless it's for a specific goal or a competition or something like that it shouldn't be relevant like if you have a goal in mind and you want to hit it by that date do it but remember once you get to that date what's your plan what's your contingency plan because you can't sustain these kind of things forever you have to be accepting of the fact that okay i'm going to hit this goal i'm going to look really good but then i'm going to have to go back to almost how i looked before or i'm going to have to i'm not going to look that good forever i'm going to have to peg it back to a certain degree um because that's just the fucking way it is, you know, you can't look that supreme all the time, um, unless, you know, some people are genetically blessed, in which case you can, but majority of people can't, like, I'm not one of those people who can, I'm in good shape, but, 
like I'm not, you know, I'm not mentally, like I'm still battling the mental thoughts of like, I'm not as jacked or shredded as I used to be. Um, but I look at pictures of myself and I'm like, fuck, he's lean. He looks pretty fucking shredded, but he was so unhealthy. It's not funny. So to me, I look at pictures and like, I may look good, but I'm not healthy. So I look at myself now and I'm like, healthy man loves his chocolate, but also eats well, trains hard. He's healthy um, and he's working on his mental health too. So all thumbs up from me. Um, But anyway, guys, hope you guys have a fantastic week. Get out there, get it done, get into fitness, get into eating good food, get some chocolate going. Make sure it's vegan chocolate. (laughs) Hey, yeah, have a fucking ripper week, weekend, whatever it is. I'll talk to you next week. My friends.